Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're just getting started with our NBA offseason coverage. And guess what? Guess what we're talking about? Of course, we're going to be talking about the 2022 NBA draft and also probably get into some of our favorite all-time draft classes because I know I have one in my mind burned into my brain and we're going to be doing all that with TV writer and stand-up comedian Ricky Smith. I'm Miles Gray and I'm Jack O'Brien and this you guys, is you, you guys don't have like laugh tracks there's no problem <laughs> no no this no, is that's, just, that's like, you. That's the, the pressure, pressure the energy. Energy. maybe in post <laughs> maybe we might try we might try okay it was like the most like I got excited it was like Ricky Smith yeah we'll put some yeah, we'll yeah. okay Woo! yeah that's a note add that <laughs> let's go <laughs> and this is Miles and, and Jack Jack got, got Matt, Matt Boosties. Boosties. Perfect synchronization. Perfect synchronization. Welcome, welcome, Perfect. Ricky Smith. Ricky! Let's go in the... Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the few Long John Silvers fans that I've ever met. I'm thrilled to hear it. I've been to the yeah. Long John Silvers headquarters. For real? That, yeah, that was... So, wow, Ricky's uh, face lit up with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm so, dead serious, bro. Wait, what? What? I uh, I don't know if it was regional headquarters or if it was the actual national headquarters, but when I won student of the month when I was in public school in Lexington, Kentucky, in eighth grade, the prize was you got to go to the Long John Silver's headquarters and like just basically, I felt like I would, they basically like put you through like new employee training 
at the <laughs> at the Long John Silver's. Wow. <laughs> I was like, all right. So, but it was like my very first taste of like what corporations were. Did you know at the time that was a highlight of your life? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all up from there, and boy, was I wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah every city yeah. has those like regional field trip places and i like that yours just sort of like you know what we're going to the long john silver's hq yeah i'm trying to think what ours is in cleveland we have a couple well ours is cool it's the rock hall but we think it's not cool to be right. like to go visit the rock and hall of fame it's like oh it's, it's a museum that's like la people in the beach yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like, like you going I, to the beach <laughs> i remember when right. i first moved to la i went to the beach and people were like for what right. like it's <laughs> sand the and water ocean. like no <laughs> We don't do that. We don't drive convertibles either. No, no, right. we're not trying to look foolish. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> convertibles, I will say, I've I've come around to the not driving convertibles of it all. It's I didn't it's know a that lot. wasn't a thing. It's allows me fun. Like L.A. is like you. You could tell you're out of town, or you got budget mm, or right. enterprise rental car if you got the convertible. Which I was like <laughs> convertible with the Utah license plate. <laughs> with the, we call them in the Skittle color cars. They have to be like bright blue. Yeah, or just cars. Yeah. You wonder like why did you make these? I guess only to sell them to rental car places. Right, exactly. Because I remember like when I was in high school, if you pulled up in a LeBaron convertible, you're like, okay, ooh, so ooh. that's a mark right there. Just <laughs> hit them with a scam something. They're from out of town in that LeBaron. And now I feel like it's the it's the Mustang. The back in the day, it was the Sebring convertible. Yeah, that was yeah. like, whoa. Like it was like a luxury car, but it wasn't. Right. Yeah, that, that, that changed the game. Let's see, Mr. Smith, I could put you in a Baja Blast colored <laughs> Sebring uh, with or without convertible. Uh, Which yeah, is also the same colors of the uh, the out-of-style Steve Harvey 14-button suits. Yeah, exactly. It's a cross. Those draft it's a cross suit. of the mustard orange, uh, yeah. bright blue. But anyway, sorry to digress you guys on this uh we're talking basketball, I guess. Okay. Like somebody needs to come with the Steve Harvey suit to a modern NBA. Yeah. Draft. You know where he's from, right? Where's Steve Harvey from? Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. There he is. Cleveland, Ohio. Bang, bang. Arsenio Hall, uh, Drew Carey. We are the king of like the comedians that are funny looking, but also funny. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't believe, I mean, it's because we're talking about the draft and I guess using fashion as a launching off point. Mm-hmm. I have never seen a more well-dressed, dripped-out, iced-out group of draftees this season. I was like, wow, are they on their third contract? Because <laughs> uh, it didn't, it was gone are the days like of like we're talking about the old, the old school tried and true, like Steve Harvey draft day suit. Well, I mean, full transparency, I don't know how serious you want to get, but maybe it's because they got the NIL. Right. I was just about to say that NIL yeah. money is coming in handy. They had to hide it before, but not to be like, yo, yeah, yeah. that's what we're doing. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I miss those days, man. Like, I, I do miss, like, the, you know, the Ben Wallace's of the world who yes. you know, wasn't drafted, but, like, the guy just from the country just, like, I'm wearing my suit and this is what I'm going to wear. And it's right. like, uh, even LeBron. <laughs> I mean, LeBron had the all white with the, you know, 15 buttons. He looked like he was just came out of heaven. Or uh, <laughs> uh, There's a great clip, great little piece of archival footage of David Stern, Commissioner David Stern, uh, during the LeBron draft backstage, I guess it was before the draft, uh, coming back, seeing LeBron in his uh, all-white outfit, asking to try the jacket on. Uh, here, let's play it real quick. Can I borrow that jacket? Let's see what it looks like. Let's see what you can do with it. Are you, are you styling? How am I doing? I can do it? Yeah, I think you can do it. 
All right, I'm going to conduct the draft in this. I mean, if anybody can do it, you can. All right. A lot of things I love about that. Um, first of all, David Stern looks uh, ridiculous, uh, but, you know, uh, intentionally so. In the, in the big white jacket, he looks like a kid getting dressed up in their dad's clothes. I also like the end, the last clip, the last quote from LeBron saying, if anyone can do it, you can. Because it, it reminds me of the Stern era when it was just like all the players were like, yeah, but you're the boss, man. Right. <laughs> you're, uh, you are incredibly powerful and you're all of our boss, which is kind of like endearing uh, in, in the modern world. Uh, but very cool. I think I, this is me, man. And I, I sound old now, but I think you can't go wrong. You go timeless because we might be saying that now, but in 20 years, you'd be like, what the hell were they wearing? Right, so, right, right. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. But um, um, social media probably too, because the world is so smaller now. So yeah. you can go online and see what the styles are yeah. and that versus like, imagine just showing up in 1970, you know, 81, and you don't know what the number three draft pick is wearing. You might be wearing the same thing because you both got it from the mall, you know. Right. At Chess King, who knows? <laughs> exactly. Chess exactly. King. Shout out to Chess King. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say this might not even be about them getting enough money to do it. It might be about, like, you know, enough stylists getting smart uh, enough and, like, social media and marketing, like, doing that stuff well enough to realize, oh, I'm absolutely dropping the ball if I let this person dress themselves instead of, like, putting my... You know, you know, my fit on them. You guys should do this. Um, you should rank the draft class for the clothing. So if LeBron is a one in basketball, maybe his clothing was an eight and then measure it up and re you know, reclass <laughs> to see who like really came with it. And even their progression of style. Yeah. I know some people love or hate Westbrook or Way's outfits, but it's like, did they progress? Was it like a oh, turning yeah. point? Like Andre <clears throat> B. Thousand almost. Like it was a, a woman that inspired it. Was it a championship run? Was it, you know, maybe a flagrant foul? They were like, you know what? about to just start dressing crazy it's, it's something <laughs> here man it's a cross it's a cross thing there yeah there's yeah. something to think about those dimensions of uh of their game on and off the court for sure i mean we know dennis rodman you know he did the whole dressed up in the marry himself with the dress and this and that and, and stuff like that so you know there's something there i don't know i don't think i would listen to that episode but maybe we would. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave us an assignment and then told us you wouldn't listen to it and yeah if you want to embarrass yourself making that go ahead that's your problem <laughs> i won't listen though and i actually you, you mind taking my name off this episode <laughs> <laughs> so my overall philosophy with the draft is nobody knows anything including me especially me so you know i get excited about players because i, wa I watch the highlights and then I don't really think about it until the next season when I start hearing their yeah. names like pop up and they're like, yo, actually, Anthony Edwards. I know we said that he like was a football player first and wasn't that mm -hmm. interested in it, but it turns out <laughs> yeah. he he's really good. And the fact that he's a football player is pretty cool. And he plays unlike anyone you've ever seen. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I've I've been wrong so many times before. I'm not yeah. I'm not here to like have a hot take. It's it's so funny, man. I know you guys, you know basketball. It's so weird who can do what at the next level at every step. So not yeah. even just from pro, I mean college to pro, but even high school to 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 college. And then it's like something just clicks with these guys, or this or that, right. or you know they find their way, or they find their team. It, it, it's I always get not super depressed, jokingly depressed when you realize like. If certain guys were drafted in certain teams in certain situations, what would have happened versus, you know, like I, I said it to myself the other day, literally, Anthony Bennett, he was our number one draft pick. And I was like, 
How does somebody go from like being number one? You know, mind you, it was a, it was a weak draft. He came out UNLV, but it was like if he was drafted 17th, could he right. be a journeyman? Or it was like if he was in this position, like you can't, you know, go from number one to out of the NBA. It's weird because it's like scouts or whatever. Even you know these guys are ranked so high, then you have some guys who are undrafted, and it's like, you know, look at Draymond. You know, second yeah. round, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, you know, if he had a different situation, different, you know, area, this or that, you, you never know. And it's just, it's, it's, it's sometimes disheartening to me because we throw them as a bust or we, you know, they're people first. Um, right. I'm friends, I'm sure like you guys, I'm friends with a lot of these players and I see the human side of it. So I'm a fan, but, you know, we boo these guys, but, you know, they, nobody wants to suck. Right. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I want to come out and do one point, you know, three rebounds and, you know, five turnovers a game. But it's that human element of like, you never know, you know, teams' needs, or even just think about how to. I, I thought about this yesterday. Think about how the game has changed. If you were four or five, you were told to just get on the block and wait till they feed you, and that's <laughs> literally what your game was. Or you know, now if you're seven three, seven four, you might not even have a spot in the NBA, right? Which is crazy. <laughs> They're like, like, can you dribble like a point guard? They're yeah, like, uh... like I'm about Martin, Martin just standing there, just with his hands up, like, mm, nope, they're gonna run pick and rolls. You're gonna be out of place. So even that, it, 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 it's so weird how you know basketball and sports have evolved in, in real time and it's like the people who get stuck by the wayside i mean i'm not saying i was a baller i uh tapped out in 10th grade but i'm 6'3 i stopped playing basketball because i was like i'm not tall enough not saying right. i made it by no means right. but it's like 6'3 yeah. is not short you read the tale of the tape on you in the nba draft <laughs> combine you're like oh this doesn't look good for me it's like we don't know why he's here <laughs> i'll tell you guys a very transparent story i was 6'3 in the fifth grade and i was wow. like but my wow. again, I was I was on the block. So people would come and watch me play and next year, sixth three, sixth grade, seventh grade, sixth three, <laughs> sixth three, eighth grade, sixth three. Right. They're like, well, where's that? Where's the tall dude? Like no skill set. I can't, I could I go on the block, but I'm guarding six nine guys. But even then, like, you know, the game has changed AAU ball. I was at the very beginning of it where you had to travel and play year round to kind of, you know, do that. But skill set, if you were big, your coach didn't care. He was like some guy that taught, you know, gym class. He also taught like health. He saw a tall black kid, like, get on the block. They'll feed you the ball, run the court. You know, we're doing a one-three-one, whether it's for your skill set or not. Right. And those are just what you have to do versus these camps, good or bad, that you have to start now in third grade or ranking fifth graders. And they're traveling, you know, year-round. And you have to keep up with it. Um, but, yeah, I think about that often. I don't know why. But it's, it's, it's like, ugh, like, you know, how many players would, would be ballers that even not to take over. Even I was thinking about, like, the second round. You guys saw the draft. Everyone, they're like, oh, it's a stash away pick. Or he's mm -hmm. a developed pick. Like, it's like, right. why do we even have the second round draft if you're right. driving these guys not to bring them over from maybe ever and not, you know, year, year three or year two? So it's like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I ask myself the same question all the time because you see people with such promise. And then, like you're saying, they're people first, right? And the mm -hmm. pressure of, you know, going to a team as like, you know, a top five pick and like they're in the middle of a rebuild and all the fans, everybody are putting like all of their emotional energy into you being a fully developed product, mm -hmm. I'd say most people can't handle that. You're, you're 19 with, with millions of dollars of fans and you go into a city, maybe they boo you because they want this other person, this or that. The, the veteran don't want you there. The coach might have wanted you, but the GM didn't want you. And like I said, you're 19. Like you're trying to figure out real life, real time as it is. Yeah. Um, it's hard. However, right. as a fan, uh, you better come on because you're on my team now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't, I don't have time to wait. I've been waiting uh, too many years now. I mean, as a Cavs fan, you were involved in probably the greatest draft moment of all time with LeBron being mm -hmm. the number one pick, the hometown hero. 
you know, the, the, the anecdote I always love to tell because it like drives home something we were talking about before we started recording that is like, I, I always talk about how LeBron is underrated because mm-hmm. he essentially for the last five years of his not being a professional basketball player lived in the Truman show. Like his hometown had billboards up that were like Nike or Adidas only trying to advertise to him. The whole world was watching him and trying to get his attention as a child. And he came out and became the best or second best player of all time. It's, it is bonkers. It's also wild, like just to think of like what it must have been like as a Cavs fan when that pick fell in you guys' lap. Yeah, oh, what was that oh, like? Uh, I, I, I mean, my, me and my dad are best friends. All of our best moments are sports. We lost it. We lost yeah, it because it was, right. it was like my dad's line was like, "We finally won. Like we finally got something." You know, we had the drive, the fumble, we had the shot. You know, we have, you know, Art Modell taking our Browns to Baltimore. You know, we had, you know, the, the Indians coming, you know, two outs away from winning the World Series. I mean, let's put it in perspective. We hadn't won a championship in 50 years. My dad would always say, I want to win a championship before I die. And right. He was getting up there. So we'd be at, you know, Thanksgiving dinner, like, hmm, well, uh. <laughs> I mean, in life, you could do whatever you want, right? You could, you could, you right. could work hard, you could do this, but I can't control my sports teams. I can't. Um, I can right. cheer as loud as I can. I can wear the paraphernalia. I can go out there. I can root. I can talk smack to you guys, but I can't control what happens on the on the court. And so for us, it was like, man, like we got this guy. I get to go and and and, and pay my money and see this chosen one who accepted us. It wasn't like, you know, he wasn't like, oh, I don't want to be in Cleveland or I'm not a you know role model. I'm not a hero. Like, nah, he's here. He's repping us. And when I tell you guys, it, it might seem minor to the world, but when a Tuesday night, we had Beyonce coming to games. We had Warren Buffett coming to games. I love my city, man. I'm a Cleveland fanatic, but that's not happening if LeBron's not here. Right. Of course, now you're seeing Jay-Z. We have an usher who, you know, bought Minority Steak. We're having, you know, Nike. I, I literally got a McDonald's commercial solely because of LeBron. Um, McDonald's is in town. They're meeting this other guy named Ricky. Da-da-da. Like, he makes so much money for our city, tourism, all that stuff. And then leave, which understandably he did it. We didn't like the way he did it. Um, He'd have to put us on national TV as the Boys <laughs> right. and Girls Club and like one of the richest cities in America. But then to come back after yeah. the letter and the Sanskrit and the written stuff, like, I don't know if I would have come back. You came back just for us. Yeah. Chop yeah. it out how you want to. He had no reason to come back. He did it. He came solely for the fans of Cleveland and then succeed on it. And win one of the greatest, most unlikely yeah. titles of all time. Beat the 72 win. Down three one. I have a memory built to this day. Me and my dad embraced. I mean, I was out there with the uh, the parade. Tom Brady, maybe what he did with Tampa, maybe. And that's just a short window. But to me, the greatest sports story, I don't care what you say, is that LeBron story. Just a whole never messed up. His sons, his daughter, his wife, like the stuff he did for the city, like the, the school, the I promise school he has. He's not doing a hospital in Akron, his hometown. Like the guy has been well, it's like the worst thing we could think of was him getting a Hummer in high school. And right. for him again to do this for a fan base that realistically, I wouldn't say this again, that we might not ever win another championship. People don't even realize Cleveland's a very small city. We're less than 400,000 people. But we're, you know, wow, we're, we're on the same level. That. No, no yeah. one does. But our yeah. names, every, we shouldn't even have three sports teams. We're right there with Oklahoma and your, and your Tulsa's, if you will. But for mm. us to have, you know, the Guardians, Browns, we're always in the news. Yeah. For us to be this small, 
and everyone knows somebody from Cleveland or in Cleveland. We're good people because we have to be. Because we're so small. But like NBA <laughs> All-Star, you know, we had the finals. And we had, you know, Charles Barkley in town. These people come to town and we're in the spotlight because of one man. Let's be honest. So yeah. anybody hating on him is a little bit of racism to it. But we love him yeah. more than anything in the world. He could run for mayor, governor of Cleveland, if you will. And um, we have nothing but love. And I mean, even then, I'm a Jordan guy. I'm old school. I hate that you have to, in society, if you think one is better than the other, sure. yeah. you have to knock somebody down. Think of it as a table, you know? No, they they got a seat at that table. That's yeah, all. Right. but if it's four at the table, that fifth, you're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> like wait, hold, on, hold on, who's this new one? <laughs> because, I mean, again, I go back and forth personally with LeBron and Jordan because Jordan, to me, is all-time great. Like, he's the greatest. But then I say, what is Jordan doing in year 17? Yeah. yeah. But then the, the hand check, I, I like to believe that LeBron is the most talented physical. Like, his body is just... He, he was a man amongst kids, you know, even in the pros. But Jordan's just... His will and his drive, if you will. And then I get mad because I don't put Kobe on my list of four. Right. Kobe's a piece. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm not... And I don't want to go old school like... I'm about to be blasphemous to old school basketball player. I don't go old school like Will Chamberlain who's playing against, like, guys who were smoking cigarettes at halftime. So I feel like the league is a little <laughs> different now. Right, like, for sure. All right. Well, we're going to let's hold the thought on Kobe because okay, okay, we're, okay. we're going to talk about all time best draft class in the modern era. And Super Producer Jabari sent around this clip David Stern going down the line, shaking everybody's hand at the 96 draft. Wow. Like it's wild to look at all the hands he's shaking. Like, wow, that yeah. was in one. Okay. We'll talk all about right. it. So yeah. we'll talk about that when we come back. Did you ever play the over under game with your friends? You know. Think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, and we got two clips we want to hit. Uh, yeah. But before we get to it, you mentioned the shot, Ricky. Mm-hmm. I was there. So this is the Jordan shot. Yep. Jumps up uh, because of the camera angle. It looks like he kicked Craig Elo in the face, but just one, one of the all-time great playoff buzzer beaters. First time I only heard, and only time I ever heard my dad swear. Wow. <laughs> and, he, and he actually said, I'll be damned. <laughs> wow. Um, we're good, That's a really great. Close. That is the right thing to say to yeah. that. Too. We're um, <laughs> we're close family friends with Brad Sellers, who did the inbounds throw. If you notice, Brad Sellers, he's from Cleveland, and Charles Oakley was also on the team from Cleveland. So it was like it was. It, you got to hear Brad tell the whole story about the timeout, and you know Phil Collins, I believe at the time, not Phil, Doug Collins, do this great you know play they said, and it was like, yeah, whatever. Jordan was like, just just give me the ball. <laughs> like that's all great. Just just find me. I'll get the ball. I'm going to run up to the ball. You're going to throw me the ball, and then I'm going (laughs) uh, to find a way to put it in the basket. They said, actually, Larry Nance slipped. He admitted later on in life that it was actually his coverage. And Elo Mm. actually was trying to save him. But we've known now as Elo to be the one that, you know, he scored over him. If you look, Larry Nance kind of like stumbles. But, um, yeah, I mean, Magic Johnson had deemed us the team of the 90s. And, you know, I was a huge Ron Harper fan. Like, Hart was like our guy. He was Mm -hmm. our Jordan guy, you know, at the time. Um, we're friends with Hart too now, but like we traded him for Danny Ferry and it was like, what are we doing to the, you know, the Clippers? It just got weird. And we went through this whole weird um, thing, but Jordan and Harper, like for us, you know, Jordan was just looking back. I sound crazy, but at the time Jordan and Harper were like, they were, they was kind of there. Like Harper was like, he could score. He was a wing. We had Mark Price, Larry Nance, Brad Doherty. We had a solid team. Like with Lenny Wilkins, his coach, like, it was right there. We, mm-hmm. It was like we were going to be the team in the 90s. And Bulls wasn't that great of a team at the time. Like, we were supposed to battle, you know, for years. And then after that, Harper gets traded. And we end up getting Gerald Wilkins. Wow. Hey, shout out to the Wilkins family. I mean. This is true. Yeah. How the cookie crumbles. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's talk best draft classes in the modern era. I think yeah. a lot of people just go 84 because that's the year. MJ went number three. Mm-hmm. Hakeem. When number one, shout out to Sam Bowie. Yeah, Sam Bowie. <laughs> when number Sam. two, to the Portland Trailblazers, who yep. my grandfather was coaching at the time. So that that's a tough one <laughs> for the old legacy. Barkley, Stockton, like it's pretty hard to argue yeah. with that Mount Rushmore, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then Super Producer Jabari sent us this clip uh, of David Stern going down, shaking everybody's hand after they got drafted in '96. And it is, it's bonkers, man. It's, well, let's play it. Okay, shaking Kobe's hand. Steve Nash's hand. Is that Rayel? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. 
David Stern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pronounce it for me. Peja Stoyakovich. Peja. Practicing it all day. Stoyakovich. Okay. Junkyard Dog, Walter McCarty, <laughs> who I love. Look at Marcus Camby, looking like Passes a little baby. over Marcus Camby to shake Antoine Walker's now. See, Carrie Kittles. Carrie Kittles. Kittles, wow. He said, Allen Iverson, Allen nice Iverson to meet you. and Stephon Marbury. He said, nice to meet It's like wild when you go, I'm going to talk. He said, Tuan, Carrie, AI, and then who was the last one? Stefan Marbury. Stefan Marbury. Who was, like, for those first handful of years, was one of the most exciting players in the league. So this is my question. Okay, so uh, we'll put a pin in that class, because that's, like like you were saying earlier, that iconic slam cover. Yeah. But just to get through some of the other classes and just kind of think of what, if anyone has an edge, 98, Dirk, Paul Pierce, Vince Carter, Mike Bibby, okay, 2009, Steph, James Harden, Blake Griffin, okay. 2011, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi, Kyrie, Clay. 1985, Carl Malone, Patrick Ewing, Detlef Schrempf, Joe Dumars. It's 84 and 96. What about, what about 03? What about 03? 03, yeah. You know, I guess, I don't know why we're throwing shade on that class. Yeah, I was either. like, what about 03? Because like, no. we got Braun. Uh, was that Dark? Was Darko number two that yeah, year? Yeah, Darko was number two. two. Then Mello. Then Mello. Uh, Bosch, D Wade, Chris Kamen, Kirk Heinrich, TJ Ford. Okay, that was 2003. But I'm just, I guess when when you put those clumps together, I mean, like because you have LeBron in there and like Melo and D Wade and stuff, I I definitely feel the weight of that. But I'm I'm wondering if now this could be a generational bias that because of my age, I I am like more moved at the sight of that 96 draft class. Cause that was like when I watched all those guys in college too. And like, I wore one sock up and one down like Harry Kittles <laughs> at Villanova. Cause I thought that was like the dopest look of oh, the one guy to mock that draft. That's, yeah. That's who you went with. Yeah. <laughs> of, of all the people. See, and that's, what's funny about a draft, right? I'm like, that's my man, Carrie Kittles from Villanova right there. I mean, it's hard to argue that. Cause I was going to make an argument. I just shot myself down mentally. Cause I was going to say from top to bottom, I was going to try to argue 03 versus that one just to be, you know, argumentative, but I was yeah. like, Kobe's there. So, yeah. Yeah, Kobe's yeah. there and AI. <laughs> and AI. Like, yeah, I was like, hmm. Mm. And Steve Nash, who won a bunch of MVPs. Let, let me just and play that. Okay, my 03, though, except for Darko, the first five picks are Hall of Famers. Can you say that about the 96? No. No? Yeah. It's, it, it's definitely like, you know, Kobe being in the teens right like did, didn't he get yeah. picked pretty late and uh, then 12 and 13th I've, i'm reading right now yeah. at the bottom of the screen <laughs> <laughs> so. but i'm saying like take out darker which if you remember detroit at the time they either won a championship or they, they they didn't have a spot like even they couldn't have drafted like i mean naturally you wanted mellow but like they didn't have room for him because that's when they had like the five great starters who were all good but not well great but you know what i mean like yeah because they mm-hmm. was there so like that's what I'm saying. I'm just, and I agree with you. 96, I'm just being, you know, argumentative yeah, to be it. Of but course. Of to course. me, that 03, if you're going LeBron Hall of Fame, then Mellow Hall of Fame, then, 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 then Bosch Hall of Fame, and Wade Hall of Fame, that's, that's almost a yeah. surefire. Like, who was six? Uh, our man, Chris Kamen. You know, don't uh, mm, give okay. him his flowers, with, too. With the hair. <laughs> yeah. The bald king, balding king. 
<laughs> I know. I didn't. I was like, <laughs> you know, oh, I was hoping like some random like. <laughs> okay. And no shade to my bald king, but you know, no. uh, that changes things a little bit. I mean, Kurt, and it then does. Kirk Heinrich was right after that. Mm. Kirk Heinrich, ninety-six. It is. Nash was fifteenth. Nash was picked fifteenth. So that's the thing about that ninety-six class, and I, I still think like if you're just. I don't know. It, it's tough. It's like totally like how you're going to rate it. But like 84 is tough to beat because MJ and Akeem are like defined the next 10 years and won all the titles for like for the 90s, essentially. Right. Uh, yeah. I think it just comes down to like, again, more than like trying to rate these people on what they've done. For me, I think I'm I'm looking at these draft classes based purely off nostalgia and like yeah. the thing that I liked about it. Like, like you're saying, for me. Carrie Kittles at Villanova that year yeah. completely ruined my brain. And like my mom was like, why are you only wearing one long sock to your basketball game? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a little older. So for me to, right. to that point, like that Shaq draft with him, Alonzo, Christian Leitner, um, I forgot who else was in that draft. Like for me, I'd never seen somebody like Shaq right. before. Like it, it is sad now that kids don't realize like how agile and stuff he was. Like he was breaking billboards and like, you know, it, it was like, yeah. <laughs> His first couple years was crazy, but even like Alonzo coming in with defensive, like you got to realize, even like Christian Lehner being what he was, but three big men drafted boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah, that's wild. Um, but that for me, that would have been nostalgia. Like Orlando Magic had to do logo, like it was, it was, it was, it was, it was crazy. Oh, yeah. And that was a time when like every mall in America mm -hmm. had one yep. loose Shaq shoe in it. <laughs> yep. They're like, hey, you see that guy Shaq's foot? They got one of his shoes at Field Whoa. of Dreams Sports Memorabilia Store. Shaq size 23. Yeah, that, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. So for me, that, oh, man. Um, and friend of the yeah. show, Robert Ori, that's his, that's his draft class too. Yeah. 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 So that was all of those, all of those. But then again, I mean, not to sound like get off my lawn guy, but to me, those guys were ready. Those, those guys are ready now. Even that 96 class you said, those guys are ready. They would step in and they're super superstars. You know, five, six, seven, ten people, you know, were, were coming in and, and doing their thing straight from college. Now, yeah. it's, you know, you have a guy that may have to sit a year. He's trying to figure it out. He, You know, he's he's development or you're waiting for him to mature or whatever, if you will. So, yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about best draft day fits of all time because I do, I do agree, like, top to bottom, we're dealing with a new era now where, like, you... Every, everybody is styled. Everybody looks really good. Yeah. But going back through, I, I just found this NBC Sports article. But before I get to their top 10, I'd be interested in hearing the ones that jump out to you. I think we've already talked about LeBron and his all white. The cut can only be described as draft suit, I think, is like the only <laughs> thing you can call that. Because it's, it's like yeah. really high, the buttons all the way up, probably conservatively 13 buttons on the front of the jacket, but all white was a phenomenal look. You know, your buttons should be lowered in your pockets on your jacket. <laughs> right. Like, I think that's a new standard now that we should keep forever. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, you gotta realize, too, back then, I mean, probably even now, but like then, like, a lot of those guys probably never wore suits before, so this was like, you know, this is a big deal. I know LeBron had it at the time. I think I want to say we knew the person actually styled him um, in Cleveland. Yeah, but I mean, this is also this is oh three. Like this is this yeah, is player yeah. ball type suits. Every like that was the height of formal fashion for these guys too. Yeah. It's like you got now and later gators on. You got <laughs> this. Gators. You got a preacher suit on. Now you look good. So it's, I feel like this was maybe like the last time we we even just saw like 
the I don't know, like before we started crossing into the era of like really hyper focused outfits and and styles and like you know maybe the the bowl bowls of our world. I'm trying to think of one that comes to mind. Um, was it Jermaine O'Neal? Somebody like was from like the the, the South, and their suit was just like. Was it? Oh, it might have been. Um. Oh, I don't want to say his name. Never mind. It was you know who? <laughs> Wizards. Um, <laughs> I love this suit. It was amazing. Trying to find it now. I can buy one. Mommy, love your suit. <laughs> I love this. Looking like a out of work cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> with no, with nobody in this cult. Just right. <laughs> the cult of I. You got a favorite? I feel like in looking through that article. My memory was jogged, and I actually remember exactly what my favorite is now. Um, so Samaki Walker in 96 yep. came mm. with, like, one of the great, just all cream, everything, but with a top hat that really, like, pulled the whole thing together, made him look like, you know, set him apart, not from, like, that draft class, but from mm. the history of draft classes and also, like, looked like he could be, like, a movie character of some sort. Like, just with, yeah. with the hat. Like, You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that, that L.A. Times magazine shoot Kobe did when he wore the hat. Yes, yes, yes. The white yes. hat with the headband and the bow tie. <laughs> that's, that's, like, almost pres- energetically what I'm looking at. I actually, I actually have mine. It's actually a friend of mine, um, which we've never addressed this, but Drew Gooden. Hmm. Okay. If you Google it, he has this whole um it's the buttons you can't see him. Is is what's the movie with the, uh, the, 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 the with the mini me? It's the oh, Dr. Evil. Oh, yes, you got the yes, Dr. Yes. Evil joint on. Yep. yep wow. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going I'm going Drew. <laughs> with the top, the top is doing something oh. weird. It's like a lab coat. It's a lab coat with a tie and it's Okay. Yeah. So let's just yeah. describe this. So Drew Gooden came with uh, like you know, a baggy suit, but the jacket is just straight. Like it goes there's, all the way up to the no to his neck. There's, there's no, no lapel. No lapel, straight up to the neck. I mean, you did a great job just, just describing it as Doctor Evil, but the buttons are hidden. It it is such a strong choice. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at this. Commit it. Yeah. And that's what I think. I I think that's what's fun about that era is because then they were just having to like do their twist on the suit. You know, now people got like, oh, I'm wearing a silk bomber jacket. I'm wearing spiky loafers and this other thing. So in a way, I kind of give it up to these older cats because they were dealing with a limited palette and really trying to find individualism through this very rigid form of the suit. And when you break through, I mean, (laughs) Mr. Good in that suit, it really is. They yeah. were working within a genre. It's like now everybody looks great. Like they, so, this list has you know Jalen Green last year is probably the biggest choice because he was wearing bell bottoms and right. like it looks good and also does not like it. It is a choice. It's like wow. So I got I got one more. If I, if yeah, I yeah. Hit a, hit uh, you got to Google it. But Bonzi Wells, uh, he is literally <laughs> wearing a maternity suit. Looks like. Um, I count no less than one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine buttons. Um, the jacket actually goes down to his knees. It looks like it looks like he's he's like stealing like a like a folding (laughs) table from the draft and taking it home with him underneath his suit. Like you know what what he looks like? You know those Scooby Doo when they like put shag in there right in the suit? Yeah, it looks like like, three kids on top of. 
He also has a boyish face, so it really looks like three right. kids on top of each other in a suit. Um, uh, one pack of cigarettes, sir. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Come on, it's six kids in a, in a big old draft day suit. <laughs> I might buy one of these for Halloween. I'm just going to be, I'm going to oh, get a 95 I, I draft. <laughs> I've got, I've got my, my, it's what's wild is, so I graduated high school in 03, so my prom suit looked like a draft day suit. Wow. And I have a lavender five-button suit that I, I've, I've worn for a special when we were doing a look back in the year 2002 or three. Um, but Did you always want to be a pimp, or was that just a phase? <laughs> you know, that was, just one, that was just the era at the time. You know, it was all about Jacob watches and wearing a, a preacher suit. Uh, and, you know, I, I understood the assignment in 2003. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Everything was, you know, three times, four times too big, but even the suits. But, you know, I'm glad these guys have evolved. Most of them. I think Jordan is still stuck in these uh, time periods, which I've always, if you ever get a laugh, sad, because, you know, there's websites dedicated to Jordan fashion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you mean like current? Like what's he wearing today? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The very famous are frozen in amber at the peak of their fame. And it's, uh, it's, well, my, sis- my sister has this thing that it, it's, it's, it's been pretty tried and true. Her thing is wherever, whenever you stop, your highest level of education, that's usually where your fashion or dance moves are at their peak. Mm, that makes sense. So you can learn newer stuff or, or evolve. Right. That's like a viewer cargo short guy out of that's high school and you only did high school and you were, you know, lean with it, rock with it. Yeah. When that sun comes on, that's that's your bag. That's usually <laughs> right. where you were. I think we can all agree. Or may I don't know, you tell me. I think the move for next year's draft class is somebody comes with the homage to the old school draft. Yeah. Like really like the Drew Gooden, the Bonzi Wells, like something that level would be so dope. And also like over, like uh, almost comically oversized stuff Mm -hmm. is, is back in. So yeah, let's do it. I mean, yeah, people do wear like kind of big, like dudes are wearing like shoulder pads in their suits and like high fashion magazines too. So I feel like, like all trends this one might come back around like organically right where people be like wow we love that homage to Melo's, you know uh draft yeah. suit and they're like what who they're like oh, you no, can tell just, i'm wearing shoulder pads right this now is the look. he's yeah. he's got a ball out though that first year whoever he is yeah yeah that's, a statement. that's definitely <laughs> yeah. a statement suit <laughs> all right let's take a quick break uh we'll come back we'll do rapid fire did you ever play the over under game with your friends you know think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. 
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, and you know what time it is. It's time to play one of our favorite games. It's time for the rapid-fire questions segment. Now, Hold Ricky, on to your butts. This is a rapid-fire round of questions. We're going to ask you a question. Don't even think, because we try and keep the pace of this thing moving, moving, moving. So right. without a question, you react, and then we're going to keep it moving. No expanding on your answers. We're going to just, just start the clock. Pew! Round one. Fight. Boom. Let's go. Funniest moment you've ever seen on an NBA court. Uh, Ricky Davis shooting at the wrong basket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've all been there. Uh, yeah. All right. Like, let's, it's hard to keep track. Jack, Jack come on, man. This is rapid. This is okay, rapid. All right. Wait, next wait, question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if like, you could, okay, here we go. Ricky, if you could add or change one rule about the NBA, what would it be? Uh, it would be that players shouldn't be able to fall out. Okay. Basketball is the only sport where, like, you get like you're out of a game just for doing something that is still within the game. So like, especially if it's overtime, like if you have a six foul, they should let you come back unless everybody gets one more foul. But right, just because right. of Ooh, foul like trouble, that. yeah, like it doesn't make sense that like that affects the game just because of whatever. Or maybe like you know after your six foul, the other team gets four free throws in the ball. Something that's still like yeah, just, just hacking people, but it still makes it so you know your best player is going to like right, quite, like, yeah, three overtime game, and you're left with like. You know, somebody looks like me on a bench with the the, the, the guy at the scores table doesn't know who I am. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> they call him venue security. Be like, I think this guy's trying to storm <laughs> the court. Who this dude is? Yeah. Bo's son just got in the game. I <laughs> think, you know, since we're keeping it rapid, I would really love to see like a rock and jock, uh, like 50-point basket, you know, yeah. like how Rick Mahorn used to see, score I, I on that thing. I was going to say that, but the way the games evolve with Curry, he, he just be hitting five. But points. wouldn't that be wild if we saw 732 to 80? <laughs> I would be like, yo, they're going wild in Vegas right now with this line. Like, oh, Vegas would be crazy, man. They oh, people would live and die by that. They're like, the 50 point the 50 point basket's coming down. Oh, anyway. Uh rapid, rapid. I'm sorry, Jack. Rapid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say though, that that's a that rapid question so fast, so clean that I think we <laughs> it's gonna be a it's gonna be a keeper. 
Like, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think you should have to dribble, but uh, all right. Let's move <laughs> oh, on wow. to uh, you can put together your fantasy three point shooting competition. Who are your four shooters? All time or current? Current. Uh, mine would be uh, Curry. Uh, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm a comedian. Sorry. I was getting. Come on, Ricky. Most. Rapid. Ran, rapid. Yeah, man. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> it would be, it would, my bad. It would be like. Uh, I don't know, like just four centers, like four yeah. centers, like seven, three guys. Like, yeah, like okay. Gobert. Like, let's just see them, like, just try to get out there. I mean, I know my man from his talent just kind of messed it up, but I, let's let's see some people who can't shoot. Yeah. Right, let's, right, right. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's laugh at them. Okay, and then all time. What if it was all time? Three-point conversation. Bird, Curry, um, Reggie Miller, and I would go Ray Allen. Yeah. Okay. Boom, boom. Um, Three yeah. beautiful shots in that yeah. game. Um, and then Reggie, Reggie Miller would be a very effective favorite. shot. Oh, I forgot Mark Price though off the pick. Ah, he was so nasty with it. Yeah, mm. you can put him in there. Yeah, we'll we'll give him a we'll give him. But a see, spot. I said somebody has to come off the off the table. Yeah, I, it's always hard. It's always hard. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, rapid. Um, Ricky, who is the next face of the league for the next five seasons in your estimation? Ooh, um, Ja. If he stays in Memphis, uh, that's tough. And I think LeBron kind of opened up the, the way, and then you know Durant and OKC that you don't have to be a big market, but it sure does help. Um, right. You know, Memphis is Memphis, uh, and I like Memphis as the city, but it's you know you need you need a little bit more visibility. Um, Jordan Poole could be that guy. Wow, he could be that guy. He 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 has Curry like in him. He's learning. He's he's more athletic. Um, again, I don't know if the current team would you know he could be that guy, but in four or five years, you know what better way to learn. From greatest shooters of all time. Like you right. can't deny that he's gotten better from being around those guys. You know, the contract situation, I don't know what, you know, what, what it is, but three, four, five years, he yeah. can lead a team. And what this is unfortunately him? the first time that we've ever had a rapid fire question with the wrong answer, but you, you didn't get that one right. It is miles and Jack, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jack. Our, yeah. our logo of us looking cool. while uh, having Matt boosties. Those are the faces of the NBA for the next five years. Ricky yeah. Smith, you have made it through the lightning round. Um, it was more like uh, it was more like flicker, but we got through it. No, we did we got it. Through it. It was lightning. Uh, yeah, man, it was uh, amazing having you. Uh, where can people find you? Follow you? All that good stuff. This is online, Rick Onya. I'm, I'm I'm around. I'm a ghost. Uh, I have a nonprofit, Random Acts of Kindness, everywhere. I'm actually starting a tour in September where I do 50 cities in 30 days, simply spreading kindness. Um, oh, and I wow. let my followers and fans and friends tell me where to go and what to do. I travel with nothing but a cell phone ID, just spreading kindness. So uh, this gets aggressive and fun, but uh, yeah. But other than that, man, I appreciate you guys. This is fun. Um, I love to talk sports. I love basketball. It's just still fun to have people who who understand the fun of the players and not just, you know, my team is this, or this guy sucks. The cool thing, what I just did with you guys, and I know I, I, I jump off, but it's like, I hate the whole salaries and contract situations of sports. Yeah. I hate yeah. that fan of like, oh, he makes this or he makes more than this. Or- and that's why this means more about, yeah, it's, we're watching, we want to be wowed. I was working with a trade machine earlier and uh, I actually worked out a trade that's never going to happen. It involves six teams and 43 players. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, man. He plays so much better before his contract was up. And that, like, who cares? Like, let these guys make money. So I appreciate you guys. I've listened to a couple before and just, just that fan experience of just, you know, it doesn't have to factor in. And you listen to these, you know, these new age sports guys and they're contract, contract driven. So, you know, it's just fun to get back to the skills of it and just 
like we said, they're trying to do the best they could do, and yeah. everybody wants to win, and nobody wants to get out there and, you know, suck it up, if you will. All right. Well, All right. Ricky Smith, amazing having you. Yeah, thanks so much. Well, it's amazing to be had. I don't know if that sounded weird or not, but <laughs> uh, have me any time again. All right. Yeah, yeah we'd love to. <laughs> Lock it in. Weird. Okay, I'm just going to back away from the phone and hang up. (laughs) All right, man. Bye, guys. All right. That's been another episode of Miles and and Jack. Jack got got mad mad boosties. boosties. See you next week. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.